When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're coming up at 8.50. We should be hearing from the coach at any minute. Uh, Nick Sirianni is brought to you by Bud Light. Join Ava Graham at the Boathouse in Conchi. That's Friday night for the next Bud Light Eagles pep rally. Win Eagles tickets, meet Eagles players, and win signed merchandise. Ladies and gentlemen, the head coach of the Eagles, Nick Sirianni. Hi, Nick. Hey, Angela. Nick, how disappointed were you in that loss? Oh, shoot. Any any loss that you have, you're going to be disappointed, and uh, especially when you don't feel like you played your best. Um, and, you know, and gave kind of um, gave the opportunities to a good football team. It's hard to win when you when you when you give opportunities to a good football team. What was the number one reason you lost that game, Nick? I think it always comes down to protecting the football. Um, so when you have turnovers, uh, that those are detrimental. And so, you know, and so the, you know, there's there's turnovers, there's third down defense. So it's it's a little bit of everything. It's 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 coaching. Right, so it's all those all those things because the turnovers happen, the 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 third down defense happens. It starts with us as coaches and about putting them in the right position, and then also you know teaching the detail of how to do the things we're asking them to do. And then we got to, and then I know there's plays that the players are going to want back, but you can't give a you can't turn the ball over four times in this. The, the parity in this league is way way too tight to turn the ball over four times. You saw that that. Um, we turned it over four times against Washington, and, and the outcome was the same. So, you know that the the silver lining, if there is any, is the fact that we know like what it takes to beat us, and some of that self-inflicted wounds. Now, again, you you got to give them credit because they they also created the turnovers. But you know we 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 got to be better with our fundamentals and not and not give uh, uh, Dallas a short field. Nick, I'm, we're totally in agreement on the turnovers being a big factor. I'm just I'm I'm struggling with understanding why you're forcing the ball into Quez Watkins for two of these interceptions when you're not even involving Dallas Goddard in the second half of the game. Could you help us understand that? Yeah, you know, the the defense uh doesn't just you don't just aimlessly throw the ball into into coverage if the defense doesn't allow it. There's things that happen that the, you know, this isn't Madden football where you can just say, "Hey, I'm going to throw it to this guy," right? The defense dictates where the ball goes at times. And in those particular cases it did and and you know, okay, Quez had a play that he's going to want back. The, the first one to me is not Quez's fault at all. It's a great play by that guy. Ball was over to the left a little bit, and the guy uh, made the play. And Quez did it. The second one, Quez is going to want that one back. Um, and so we have a lot of confidence in Quez. Uh, I think somebody asked me a question yesterday. What, well, he he had a uh, he had one in Chicago that was thrown to him as well, and that's just not. And I, and I thought about it for a second. I go, I don't know what play you're actually talking about. That was a play that got kind of caught up in the wind was actually going to AJ. So like, there's some people that can just look at stats and say, well, this is what happened when we threw it to, to this guy. And, and that's somebody that's not knowledgeable in the game and doesn't quite understand that, uh, you know, not every play is, is the same. So again, Quez has made a lot of plays here and, uh, and we're going to need Quez to, to have a good game uh, next week, and we're going to have, need them to have good games in the playoffs if we want to be the offense that we that we think we can be. Um, and so, again, we'll, 
we we threw for 300 and what 60 yards and so uh, Dallas was a big part of that obviously Devontae and AJ were a big part of that and Gardner was a big part of that Nick for 28 minutes you didn't throw the ball to Dallas Goddard and we don't understand I know that the defense dictates it but Nick you find a way to get to AJ Brown you find a way to get Devontae Smith even when they're double covered how do you just ignore a guy that's been such an integral part of your defense of your offense for 28 minutes yeah, uh, again, I don't think the, the issue was Dallas not getting the ball. He had 67 yards, I believe. Three and we catches. Threw for 355 yards. So I don't believe that that was the issue of what happened. Um, you know, is Dallas always going to – we always want to get Dallas the ball, of course, but you'll get Dallas the ball, and then A.J. gets a less, one less touch. You get uh, Dallas the ball, and then Devontae gets it. – it's the way the game goes. I think the same thing could have been said in the Detroit game when Devontae didn't – we threw for – 300-plus yards, and Devontae didn't have a catch. So it's just the way the game goes sometimes, and uh, Dallas, is a, Dallas is a great player, and uh, we'll, we'll continue to, he'll continue to be the focal point of this pass game, and we'll, we'll try to keep getting them the ball. All right, now, Nick, the, uh, you addressed at some length yesterday this stat from New Gen Statistics, 24 for 24, 300 yards, Prescott against the zone. And I know that a lot of times the zones are various, you know, different variations. But in this age of analytics, are you aware of that number as it's happening? Do you realize how effective Dak is against that zone? Uh, again, like when you, when you play, it's easy to look at stats and, and, and look at it and say, here's what happened on that. But again, every zone is different. And there's zones that – there's four different types of cover three in our mind. Like there's a zone match cover three. There is a zone drop cover three. There's a 60-40 safety, which I'm not going to try to get into of what that means, cover, type of cover three. There is, and, so, and there's a drive safety type cover three. Like, there's all these different versions of cover three, and some of them play like man and some of them play like zone. So to say that it's just strictly zone is not a fair assessment. Again, like, and, and, and the other answer is just don't play man every single play because – if you play man, we've played against teams that play man every single play, and you just you know exactly what to do to call to beat them. Like th- there's a lot different issues more so than just the call of hey that it was zone because again all zones look different, um, and so there we got to we got to play better, we got to coach better, and sometimes coaching better isn't just hey call a better play. That's not that's not the case, and that's not how I was brought up. Coaching better is hey we got to put them in the best position to make plays and then we got to teach them every little detail there is to help them make their job do their job right we call it job description paint the job description perfectly so they know how to do their job right so there were things in that game where to me that one yes the the players have to make plays in certain scenarios but then we have to do better in the job description of how to make the play again to look at the stats and just say all zones are are created equal that that's just not uh, that's just not uh, that's just not true. All right. Well, Nick, put aside whether you're in a zone or a man or whatever coverage you're in. Uh, with Jonathan Gannon as your defensive coordinator, four games against the Cowboys, the Cowboys are averaging 37 points a game. Is that a concern to you? No, I got a ton of faith in Jonathan Gannon. He keeps he keeps answering the bell of of you know I know there's there's scrutiny on him, especially on your show of if he's a good coordinator or not. And he, he, uh, he is most definitely a great coordinator um, who's giving us a chance to helping us uh, develop the defense. We got good players, and, and he's a great coordinator. And I, 
I stand on the table for him, and I'm convicted in Jonathan Gannon. Um, and I know how good of a f- football coach he is. I know how high of a demand he'll be uh, this offseason. I know how high of a demand he was when we got him here as a, as a coach, and I love him, and he's gonna, he's gonna, I know he'll, he'll rebound from a tough game that we had as a defense and we had as an offense. We will completely as a team rebound from this. Nick, third and, uh, third and 30. I think we'll probably remember the game for that. And I know there was a lot of breakdowns on the play. But when you look back at it now, what sticks out to you is how did we not make that play? Yeah, uh, so we're in a, we're in a cover two zone uh, defense right there. And, and so what happens there on that one is you got a guy, Slay's responsible for the flat, all right? And then Josiah is responsible for the deep half. And, you know, obviously, first of all, they, they played, they, they maxed up their protection, made it hard for us to get home on that one. And, you know, they, they Dak threw probably a perfect ball. T.Y. Hillen probably made the perfect catch. And we didn't, make, we didn't make the play. Again, why didn't we make the play? Well, first of all, Josiah has to, has to make that play in that scenario. Yeah, no doubt. He's, again, we're going to all want plays back from that game. I want plays back from that game. There were things that I, I came out of there saying that wasn't good enough coaching. Uh, I said that a lot, you know, and, and Josiah is going to want that play back. Um, but, you know, so, but, it, but then again, I go back to we got to teach the guys exactly what the job description is and, and how to accomplish that play. So it's always going to be we're always all in this thing together. When our guys don't make a play, you know, we take that hard in the sense of, you know, did we, did we prepare him everything we needed to prepare him to to make that play? So when you're, when you're going through a game and going through a season like that, lockstep, you know, you know, arm in arm going through it like that, um, that's what builds teams and that's what uh, bonds teams um, because, you know, it's all, you're all in it together. Um, you know, we all wish we would have had that play back. Who knows what would have happened from that, that play, but not one play ever defines what happens in a the game. There's a lot of things that happen in a game that define it. Nick, weren't you as position coach, T.Y. Uh, Hilton's position coach in uh, Indianapolis? I was his coordinator. Kevin right, Petula, I, Kevin uh, Petula was his uh, position coach, though. All right. I, I blame you, then. You taught him <laughs> too well, Nick. Hey, T.Y. has <laughs> always been a really good player. It had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with T.Y. He's always been a, a really good player in this league. He catches the ball really well. All right. Minshew obviously played very well. He had over 350 passing yards, and now you got a very big game Sunday in New Orleans. Can you take us into your thinking of how you determine who's your starting quarterback? That's always going to be uh, Jalen is obviously our starting quarterback if he, if he's healthy to go. Um, we got a lot of faith in Gardner that he'll he'll makes he makes great decisions with the football. Excuse me, he's accurate with the football and he, he's gonna he's gonna play a good game uh, if he's in there. But if Jalen's ready to go, he'll play. It's just a matter. We always Jalen's a warrior and he's gonna want to go no matter what. And so we have to be the ones that make the decision. Um, if he's healthy, you know, Jalen's obviously it's his body. So he's obviously going to talk to us and say how he's feeling and everything like that. But then from the next step, we, we also got to go in there and say, Hey, is this the, the right thing to do? Is he feeling is, is, can he create more damage? Can this set him back? Although there's so many questions to answer. And obviously we got time to, we got time, um, to go through that, um, and see what the best thing is for Jalen and this football team. Uh, but Jalen's health always, always is going to come first. Every one of our players health is always going to come first um, when, when you're deciding if, if a guy is going to go back out in the field. But, Nick, if it was entirely his decision, would he have tried to play on uh, <laughs> on Christmas Eve? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what I thought. Oh, hell yeah. I know he's going to try to play he, on Sunday. 
Angelo, this guy is one of the toughest guys I've ever been around. And, and, and you know, Jason Kelsey, obviously, we got so many tough guys on this team. And he is one of the toughest guys I've ever been around. And, uh, you know, he, he played through anything. What he did, I just keep going back to that Chicago game. What he did to finish that game under the circumstances that he was in was, you know, I, I said to somebody, that was Michael Jordan type stuff, you know, where, um, you know, the, that's the flu game type stuff. That's the, like – it was Michael Jordan type stuff, what he did to, to finish that game and to go down and to, uh, and to, um, and to help us win that football game. I, I hear your, I hear, I heard like one of your commercials when I was waiting on the phone for you and when you said uh, something about uh, because Jalen squats three to us, he should be the MVP. No, because what, because Jalen uh, is the player that he is and did the things that he did in that Chicago game. That's why I think he's, he's that league MVP. Without a doubt. Last thing, I'm just curious: Were you able to get past the loss and enjoy the holiday? Yeah, that's always a tough thing. You know, you 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 put a you um, you go home, you're and you, and if something keeps bringing you back. You know, to the to the loss and and but you know, obviously, I love my family and I got a great family and um, so to see them open up gifts and um, waiting for Santa Claus and 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 the joy of you know just the the, the season of of Christmas was. I was able to, obviously things kept bringing me back and I kept watching the game over and over again. Like maybe when my son was playing uh, his new Madden game, I might <laughs> have taken a peek at, at our game um, multiple times, but um, yeah, you know what? It was, it's uh, Christmas is obviously a special time. Um, it's always been a special holiday in the Sirianni household. And uh, we were able to at least have some good moments in that day, but also have a little bit of a bad taste in our mouth. Hey, Nick, all I know is this. You know what we want for New Year's Day, don't you? Of course. Of course. Same thing I want. I love it. Nick, thank you. Thank you. Good luck Sunday, Nick. Thanks. Nick Sirianni with some uh, interesting insights into what was going on there.